a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of today's program. I, I, I know. You might be saying, hold on a second, Lee. You're, you're on for another hour. Not today. BYU men's basketball takes on St. John's in day two of the Legends Classic. Pre-game coverage is going to start in about eight minutes' time and then tip off at 3 o'clock. Again, BYU versus St. John's. This is uh, second game uh, in a row for the Cougars yesterday. Didn't go so well. Hopefully it goes better today. Uh, pre-game coverage, again, starting today uh, in about eight minutes or so. Eight minutes. Yeah, I, I lost my third hour. Don't worry, we'll wake up for it tomorrow. Uh, it'll be you and I for the full two and a half hours uh, chatting tomorrow. Uh, right now, to wrap up the program, I want to discuss with you uh, a beautiful, a beautiful thing that's been happening here in the state of Utah for 50 years. For 50 years. It's the Festival of Trees. Now, it's a little different this year. It's all virtual. The virtual display of the decorated trees going to be visible on the large LED screen outside of Vivint Smart Home Arena as well as online at, now write this website down because there are a number of reasons why you need to visit, makegoodgrow.org. Again, makegoodgrow.org. All the proceeds from the online auctions and gift shop as well as every contribution will benefit the children at Intermountain Healthcare's Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, Joining me to talk more about this uh, and to understand in even greater detail how special it is and what it means and how you uh, can get involved. Again, don't forget that website, makegoodgrow.org. On the line, we're joined by Shauna Peterson, co-chair of the Festival of Trees Volunteer Board. Shauna, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm all right. I'm happier now speaking with you. It's a, it's my honor. Uh, t- tell me about why you and your your family are involved in Festival of Trees. Well, we got involved with Festival of Trees about seven years ago. Um, after our first grandbaby was born, she was born actually in 2011, so she just turned nine. But she was born with a really rare heart um, defect in um, her coronary artery was attached to the wrong side of her heart and. So after having surgery at Primary Children's, we we just fell in love with the hospital and all of the great things that they do. Um, our little Mia is truly a miracle. She is one of the only patients that's ever had this type of surgery there. Her her birth defect is one in a million. My, oh, my. Oh, we're so grateful that, that she is alive. Uh, what's it like? Is she involved in the process getting these trees ready each year? She is. She helps us. You know, we do. We've actually done lots of different projects. We've done a couple of trees in her honor, as we did this year. Um, But my entire family, all of my I have three married children and their spouses. And we now have seven grandchildren. And we just make it a family affair every year. We come up with a theme of something fun to do. And we've done trees and we've built playhouses. We've built trains. We've done sleighs full of gifts. Um, We just come up with something different every year to help the kids at the hospital and do whatever we can to earn money for that, that this great cause. What's the theme of your family's tree this year? Our tree, our tree theme this year was You Melt My Heart, which just totally describes our sweet little Mia. Mm. Uh, what's it mean for your family? Um, pardon me? The, that You Melt My Heart. Uh, talk, talk to me more about what that means for your family. It, it just 
it just represents Mia. Everywhere she goes and everything she's involved with and everybody that meets her, just she just warms your heart. She's full of joy and happiness all everywhere she goes, and she spreads that joy. And so we just felt like it was really appropriate for her and and truly just the whole theme of Festival of Trees. It, it just melts our heart to be involved and to be associated with so many amazing people that help. Um, we come from a very generous community here in, in Utah, and every year that we're involved, truly, it melts our heart even more. We're speaking with Shauna Peterson, co-chair of the Festival of Trees Volunteer Board. Uh, all information on what's happening this year, the 50th anniversary of the Festival of Trees, is available at makegoodgrow.org. Now, that theme, Make Good Grow, uh, can you tell me, Shauna, where did that, where'd that come from? and What was the inspiration? I think it just came from the fact that there, the more people that we have get involved with Festival of Trees this year, the more good will grow from it and the more good we can do. And, um, you know, the more money we raise, the, the better off all of the events and the things that we do for the kids at the hospital will be. So it takes a lot of money to, to take care of all of those kids and the charity care and all of the amazing things that, that this money goes towards at the hospital. Outstanding. Uh, tell, tell us what it looks like inside uh, the Smart Home Arena, Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, we're able to to look in virtually, but paint a picture for us uh, what it looks like there. Okay. We we decorated. We had 57 trees donated um, and decorated by various decorators here in, in Utah. There's playhouses. There's Lego tables. There are wreaths and centerpieces and nativities. And truly, when you stand above that arena floor and look down over all of the lights, it just really, truly just brings the magic of Christmas home. So we are truly blessed to be a part of it and to have witnessed all of the generosity that has been poured out this year. Even though it's been a hard year, we have not, you know, struggled to get people to help us. That's a miracle in itself. Has the spirit of the whole thing endured? I I know in in many areas where we have had to adjust our approach to things, I think about, uh, you know, celebrating the holidays with family. Uh, Things are a little bit different when you jump to virtual. Has uh, has the has the this Festival of Trees, has it maintained its its spirit of giving and goodness? Oh, absolutely. Um, You can log on to our website, as you said, at makegoodgrow.org. And there are lots of things you can purchase there. There's fudge. There's, we sell fudge every year at Festival of Trees, and we have that online this year. We have gifts, we have wreaths, we have quilts. And then, of course, if you get onto the auction site, you can purchase all of the other items, the trees and quilts and centerpieces. And we have small trees, large trees. We have lots of amazing things to bring the spirit of Christmas to your home this year. In past years, the festival has brought in millions, almost $40 million total. Uh, the festival raised $2.6 million just last year. What's the goal this year? Well, we were, we're hoping to do that again this year. I don't, I don't know for sure, but we, we are so excited. And you know what? Anything that we can give and donate to the hospital benefits the kids. So if people are willing to open their hearts, we're, you know, and we're happy to just be a part of whatever we can do this year. But we're, yeah. we're hoping for, you know, a big outcome. So it should be great. Yeah, thank you so much. Shauna Peterson, again, co-chair of the Festival of Trees Volunteer Board. Information on how you can help, how you can give money, participate in auctions, uh, all of it to benefit children at Intermountain Healthcare's primary children's hospital. That information available at makegoodgrow.org. Shauna, thank you so much for your time, for your volunteer work, and uh, please send my best to little me, all right? I will. Thank you so much. Have a great day and Merry Christmas.
All righty, you do the same. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of the program. Uh, I'm going to sign off here in just a moment, and uh, coming back at just about 2 o'clock commences pregame coverage of BYU men's basketball. Brigham Young University taking on St. John's in day two of the Legends Classic. Pregame coverage starting in moments, and at 3 o'clock, it's tip-off. And then, tomorrow, 1230, it's back here, you and me, again, for the next episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.